Welcome to Kingdom Cash. Welcome to the Super Show. We got Boogie in the house. What's up, Boog? What's the deal? We got our special correspondents. We got Kylie in the house. Kylie getting all them followers. What's followers, up? Kylie we got our What's special up? guests, Super Duper, Super Charge, Carrington Harrison in the house from 610 Sports. What's happening? <laughs> Yo, why'd you call me Super Charge? You know what you're trying to do. You're trying to set this up early. <laughs> And I don't know what parts it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Charger Week. It's literally Charger Day almost. The games tomorrow. Games in a few hours. Um, nothing major is really going on. Um, hope hopefully the game is good. The Chiefs win. Y'all have a nice night. Uh, okay, never mind. So um, this this game has gotten very interesting in the last few hours. Uh, Chris Jones possibly out. Uh, Lejerry Sneed confirmed out. Willie Gay is out. Andrew Wiley is questionable, even though I think Niang is coming back, so that doesn't really matter. Uh, today was COVID day in the NFL. Every team that had a member got a COVID test. <laughs> it seemed like you missed Josh Gordon, Gordon too, bro. Huh? Oh, yeah, Josh Gordon. My bad, yeah. Josh Gordon. Also, is that really a miss? Like, are we counting that as a miss? Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> he has is three he, catches. What are we? Is that a miss? He's in there blocking. He's got things he's doing. Okay. All right. He, he wasn't there I for the last time. see the kind of energy we're on today. <laughs> I see the kind of energy. Okay. If you want to count Sneed being out, cool. Willie Gay being out, cool. Chris Jones, all makes sense. Josh Gordon, bro. <laughs> Josh Gordon, nah, I'm not. I'm not letting you count him in this conversation. What we're doing right now is 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 he on the list or is he in? Okay, Carrington, what's the difference between protocol and the list? Do you know, that is an excellent question. I actually don't think that there is a difference between the two. I I will say this. I think the NFL has done a really poor job. I would say really society has done a really poor job of explaining what the COVID protocols are. I think they've done a really poor job. So people ask questions about like, what's a close contact? Well, a close contact is not a thing if you're a vaccinated player. It's a thing if you're an unvaccinated player. So what happened with the Packers a couple of weeks ago when Devontae Adams was out, Alan Lazard was out because he's unvaccinated and then they got him with the close contact. So like, I don't think the NFL has done a really good job explaining all of the COVID rules, but none of that might not matter because I think they're about to drastically change the rules here in the next couple of days anyway. Like, they got really important games coming up. They got those two games on Christmas next week, and if we look at the Thanksgiving numbers, I mean, 38 million people watch the Cowboys play the Raiders, so I think we're talking about really big numbers. I think we're going to see... This is this is my prediction. This is what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to stop testing asymptomatic players. I think they're going to say, unless we have a reason to test you, we just not going to test you. The league is already what ninety seven percent vaccinated right now as it is. I think they're going to stop testing or testing asymptomatic players. So, so to the room, yeah. do we agree with that? Is that a is that a viable solution? Uh, I definitely think it makes things a lot easier as you go down the road. You've got all these players out right now that are asymptomatic, and you've got to put them on that in that COVID protocol. So, yeah, I think that's definitely the next step and. We'll see how how it goes. There's been no movement right now, right? What no you think, bro? What was that? Was that Jim Moore earlier saying something? This is not going nowhere. I was listening to you earlier too. Uh, see that? But yeah, 
it's not going nowhere. So, I mean, what what's really the difference if if they still out there playing? I, I don't. I really don't get the difference on that. But I don't know. Yeah, so I, I but, think they should just uh, play. Yeah, like you so said, they're not losing the money, man. They're not. No, that's they're definitely what it's not about. losing the money. And I, I also don't think they want to move games around like last year. Like, let's say that what's happening with the Browns happened last season. They they would not be playing on Saturday. I don't know what day they'd be playing on, but they would try to move it around. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't that's think they're interested in moving the schedule around now. And I, I think that's what they're going to say. So I saw Alan Sills, who's like the chief, you know, virus person for the NFL, where he said a majority of these cases, the person who has tested positive doesn't have any symptoms. I think that's going to be the next wave of this. And I think I think they're going to move closer to treating COVID more like the flu than they have before, where if you if you have the flu, they don't sit you out for the game. And I think a lot of the numbers suggest that the transmission of the virus doesn't happen in game. So I think that's going to be the next sort of step of this. That Now, I could see a scenario in which they only do that for vaccinated players. Like, it's clear that the NFL hasn't forced you to be vaccinated. They are just highly suggesting that you should be vaccinated. And they're making the rules in a way where your pathway to getting back on the field is easier. So I think they're going to try to create some incentive for the players who have already done it. And I think that's going to be it. Like if you don't have any symptoms, we're just not going to test you anymore. Uh, the COVID virus went to Cleveland and had a buffet because everybody in Cleveland has COVID. Doing numbers. From the head coach to the to Baker But, it, Mayfield but it's up to, everywhere though. Even in yeah. the Not as hard as they got hit. They got the hit. Bulls had to postpone two games. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah. Bulls got yeah, 10 Brooklyn players just right now. with eight players. Yep, Are they going eight. back to the bubble? You think they're going to the bubble? No. I know so. I, I think people so. are over it. They're just ready you to don't? Like, move on. So it's like, how do we just continue to move forward? I don't think anyone's going back. So I don't. I actually don't think they're going back to the bubble. I don't think the players would agree to go back to the bubble. Uh, so I, I think that's number one. Uh, I mean, I, I think what we see is sort of, uh, you know, like it's like a game of follow the leader. Like I think the rest of the leagues are sort of waiting to see what the NFL does uh, with a lot of their cases. And if that's the direction that the NFL goes, I could see the NBA going to a very, very similar uh, philosophy. So, I mean, I, all of this is kind of touch and go with changes. I mean, by the time we get done talking in this thing, it might be a completely different protocol by the time we get done. But I I would be really, really surprised if the NBA went back to the bubble. I just, I, I don't think the COVID issue is that bad in the NBA where they need to go back to the bubble, and I don't think the players would agree to do it either. So, say, say everybody has COVID, they're out for the game. Who is the most important piece? Chris Jones, Sneed, or well, it's, I hate to lump Sneed in there with the COVID people, but I mean, for lack of a better term. Uh, Chris, uh, Sneed, who else? Uh, Gordon and Wally. Who's, who's, who's Willie the most important out. out of that group? <laughs> the stop, putting, stop putting Josh Gordon in the same category as these people. Stop. You know, stop <laughs> it. He caught a touchdown last week. 
<laughs> Josh Gordon been out there doing cardio for eight weeks, and you ain't been saying nothing about it on the timeline. <laughs> I'm He's been out there running friend sprints. He's been out there running suicides for the Chiefs for two and a half months. Don't be trying to talk to me about that one-yard touchdown catch. Uh, obviously, it looked good, though. It looked good. It, it, it did, did look good. good. It was a nice touchdown. I'm just happy they finally threw him the ball. He's been out there running friend sprints, been doing cardio exercises for two months. Uh, obviously, Chris is the most important person, but we we had a lot of injuries in the first game. Uh, okay, I rewatched the game today. Anybody rewatched the game the first game? Oh no. Okay, so why the hold on? Of all the Chiefs game to rewatch, did you watch like the second half of the game? Because that was a that was a top TV issue for me. I mean, at halftime, I put the red zone on the bottom TV and I, I was I was over the Chiefs at that point. I, I I had taken everything I needed to take from Chiefs and Raiders in the in the first half of watching that game. No, I'm not talking about that game. No, we're, we're over. We're not even going to cover. Oh, okay. My You're talking about week three, right? I'm talking yeah. about week three when we played okay, the Chargers. My bad. I, I apologize to you. I thought you said you rewatched last week's game, and I'd be, be like, you were you were the most dedicated human being I know if you rewatched that bastard. I got no interest in we, watching that game. We we not, we, we not going to even touch on the Raiders game. Everything that's, that could be said about that game has already been said. Okay, it's, it's, I, my bad. I apologize. I'm wrong here. I rewatched the Raiders the, game. You rewatched it? Why? I rewatched the first half because it was enjoyable. Oh, you rewatched the Raiders? <laughs> Hell yeah, I watched it again. It wasn't touchdown after touchdown. So I didn't watch the second half, but I had it's to way too it. much stuff on Netflix and HBO Max. <laughs> Rewatching it. it's way too much stuff. It's, I mean, it's so much stuff. I, I just watched this Christmas yesterday. I'd rather watch. Oh, I, I'd rather watch Fred Claus <laughs> than rewatch Chiefs and Raiders. I don't have any interest. It, in watching there was a new episode of Hawkeye on today. You could have watched Hawkeye. Rather watch Dead Eye. I don't even know if that's a real thing or not. <laughs> I'd rather watch that than watch the Chiefs and Raiders again. Okay, so the first Charger game. Has anybody rewatched the first Chargers game? I have not. Okay, mm -hmm. in that game, what I noticed a lot is it was a back and forth game, but the Chiefs kind of beat themselves four turnovers. Very very sloppy game from the Chiefs. Uh, very, very the offense that we we've been seeing all year. Um, recently, I don't know. Is it more, okay? This is the question I'm going to ask. Is it more the Raiders or have the Chiefs improved? With or or is it a combination of both? <laughs> I definitely think our defense has improved. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the defense. Defense clearly has improved. Yeah. We don't even have to ask that. I'm talking about the offense. Was it does the offense look better because of the Raiders? And I know Kent's had a good stat on the show today. Does it look better because of the Raiders or do they look better because they are better? If that makes any sense. Go ahead, Boogie. I I'll see you last. <laughs> Go, go ahead, ladies first. I want her to get, get uh, yours no, no. Okay. Um, I personally do feel like I've seen small strides. Do I think they're as good as the Raiders made them look on Sunday? No. I think that there are still things that they need to work on. There are still dropped passes. Now, there weren't any on Sunday, but 
every week. I think the week before we had like five drop passes. So this is still a problem. The turnovers can still be a problem given that it's tipped and fallen into the wrong hands. So it's definitely still out there. But I also think that I've seen implementations along the way with uh, getting the running game more involved with the passing. And I think that there are things that Williams and Allaire are doing that they weren't doing at the beginning of the season. I think the O-line is gelling a lot better to create those holes that are needed for the run game to break through. So I think there's a more chemistry with that. Um, Pat was throwing some deep balls last game. That's the first time I had seen some real deep balls. So I feel like that's improvement there. Um, getting everyone involved. I think it's just about keeping that rhythm. And again, you mentioned it earlier. It's, we can't drop those passes. So I do think so. Yeah. I think there's been improvement if long story short. I, I think she like small improvements. I, I, I do agree, small improvements. But I definitely think this was the Raiders. I got to see it again. On a short week, if they can give me high 20s, 30s, I'll be back a believer in offense. But that was definitely the Raiders. They didn't look like they wanted to be there for real. They looked mentally checked out. I mean, when you do that before the game, then fumble on the first play, like, they didn't even look like they was prepared, bro, for real. So. Let, let me see them do it one more. And the Chargers don't even have a great defense. But let me see them play. If they could score, they, what they scored, 21, was it 27, 21 earlier? Week three? It was 30 to 24. 30 to 24. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see us score. If we can hit 30, I'll be back a believer in the offense. We got to do it consecutive weeks, though, for me. I can't just go off one week. Because we've been bad for 11 weeks, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. For our standards, our standards, our standards. Good yeah, charge, you got. Country, come on now. <laughs> First off, one person in here has Chiefs in their Twitter handle. That's Buggy. Another person on here rewatched the Raiders game. And Country, <laughs> Country, it's the Raiders. Let's let's look at the recent. Yeah. Their offense scored six. Their offense scored fifteen points against the Broncos. They scored fifteen points against the Broncos. They got the pick six from Dan, and they scored good defense. Points. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm talking offense against. Yeah, the, we strictly offense right now. Against the Cowboys, they scored nineteen points. No, I'm saying Broncos the, got a good defense though. Yeah, the Broncos defense is fine. Like, I don't want to hype the Broncos defense up like they the 2000 Ravens or anything. The, the, the Broncos shouldn't hold the Chiefs to 15 the way that they did. Like, I would say outside of the Raiders, the last time that the Chiefs looked good offensively was the second half against the Washington football team. That was two months ago. That was October 17th was the last time that the Chiefs played a good half of football offensively that wasn't against the Raiders. The only thing the Chiefs showed us on Sunday is that they dominate the Raiders. That styles make fights, and the style of defense that the Raiders play doesn't match up with what the Chiefs are at this point. But they haven't consistently scored in two months. Cowboys stopped them. Broncos stopped them. Packers stopped them. Giants stopped them. I'm with you, Boogie. Like We're talking about a defense right now that's ranked 28th in the Chargers, and they're 31st against the run. But I would say in in – very few games outside of the Raiders have they done these three things well. Run the football, hold on to the football, not turn it over. They haven't done that, all three of those, in any game other than the Raiders. If they had done all three of those things against the Chargers, they win the game. 
I actually think they outplayed the Chargers in week three. But you can't go minus four in the turnover differential and think that you're beating a good team in the NFL. Like, that was the biggest reason why they lost. So we know you can score on the Chargers. We know you can move the ball against them. We know you can run against them. If the Chiefs can do those three things, run the football successfully, catch the ball, not turn it over, they will win. But they haven't just shown you consistently that they can do those three things. Right, right. I will say the first time we played the Chargers was probably like the best game Clyde had ever played besides the fumbles, man. I agree. Like besides the fumbles, this was the first time I was like, damn, Clyde looking good this year. Mm -hmm. He just fumbled. Yeah. So, like you said, they got one of the worst run defenses in the league. If we don't look like the old Chiefs offense, we might be in trouble. I don't know if we can keep sneaking past just with the defense. Offense eventually going to have to score like the Chiefs. Okay, let me ask another question. Maybe This may be an obvious answer, too. Are Chiefs fans spoiled by what we did the last three years? I think we have high standards. I think the fact that we're a 9-4 and four team and we're all sitting here like, well, they're still not very good is kind of like, an essence of, yeah, we are a little, we have high standards. Um, we were very fortunate. We've been very fortunate over the last few years. So it's easy to start ha building those standards. What do you think, Boogie? I see you over there. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we spoil. I do. I agree with you with the standards. I, I mean, we got Patrick Mahomes now. We can't, we can't treat the Chiefs like Alex Smith's Chiefs no more. Like, we got the Ferrari. You, you, you got to act accordingly with it. So, And the Chiefs really haven't looked – I mean, they haven't really looked that good. They've been winning. But you know in football, if you don't play your best football at the end of the year actually looking good, it's going to catch up to you eventually. It might be the AFC Championship. It might be wild card week. But they got to get it going or it's going to catch up to us. I mean, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I let's just start maybe with a series of questions. We all believe the Chiefs have the best quarterback in the league here, in here right? Yes. We all yeah. believe that they have maybe the best offensive-minded head coach in the league, right? Yeah. We we all think they got a top three receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill. Yep. We all think they have the best tight end in the NFL. Yep. yep. We think they have a capable offensive line. Yep. Yep. Why are they 13th in the NFL in points scored? Like, Maybe. I'm saying, like, think of all of the things that we think that they have. Best quarterback, best offensive-minded coach, two elite-level weapons. Earlier today, people was telling me that they got two elite offensive linemen. If you got all of these things, how are you 13th in the NFL in points scored? Now, this was the case before the, the Raiders game, which the Raiders game just throws everything out of whack. But in the six games prior to the Raiders game, Pittsburgh had scored more points than Kansas City. Not a single person thinks Pittsburgh's offense is good. Not a single person believes that they're off, that their quarterback is good, that they've got great weapons. Like nobody believes this about the team. So I I hear what everybody's saying about the offense. And I too, like, you keep holding out the hope, like, yeah, they'll eventually figure it out. They'll eventually figure it out. I don't know necessarily if they're gonna be able to figure it out in season, because I just don't think that they have outside of Hill and Kelsey, and I think teams have clearly teams have clearly had the message of we're not letting you beat us the same way that you used to. Like remember last year's playoff run 
Both Hill and Kelsey had over 100 yards in both playoff games. Teams aren't letting them do that anymore. We're going to let Kelsey get 80. We're going to let Tyreek. Now, Tyreek might get 100, but he's going to get 100 on 13 catches. And we're not going to let anybody else eat. We're not letting Byron eat. We're not letting McCole eat. We're not letting DeMarcus Robinson eat. Or if we let DeMarcus Robinson eat, he'll run backwards. So it's kind of like it, it, it kind of neutralizes itself. So, like, this team has to show that they can have, I would say, a third and a fourth consistent offensive player. Like, think of how many good offenses we think are on the league. There's not that many offenses that you think there's only two capable offensive players. Like, there's, there's not that many in the league. So, I, I, I think they desperately need to get McColl back into the offense and get things going. And between Williams and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, they need to equal one really capable running back. Okay, so here's another thing, though. If they stop shooting themselves in the foot, is that 13, maybe top five without 23 turnovers? Or how? what are they at, 15 right now? They're, they're actually even in turnover game now, which is which is crazy because it was so crazy at the beginning. If, if they cut that, if it's 15, if they cut that down to seven, do you think they're a top 10 offense with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I I certainly think the turnovers have been the biggest issue for the offense. Like, they've just stalled a lot of drives. Like, if you go back and look at the game chart from the last game, I mean, they turned it over on their first three possessions. Two were in the red zone. Like, you're just not going to beat good teams in the NFL if you can't capitalize, especially in the red zone, and you're leaving with zero points as opposed to three or six. Like, they win the game if they cut out just the two red zone turnovers and at least get two field goals in that scenario. But I would say maybe it's the glass half full, glass half empty. The one thing their offense has done consistently is turn the football over this year. Like, that's the one thing that they've been able to consistently do is turn the football over in wrong spots. And some, like, weird stuff. Like, the ball hit Jarek McKinnon in the face. It'll bounce off Tyreek Hill's hands. It's hitting Jarek McKinnon in the like, – it's just, it's just been weird stuff all season when it comes to turning the football over. That charge was the Marcus Kemp drop too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one that, like, hit him in the shoulder. And then, like, Mahomes kind of did some NFL street pass. And then we were sitting there debating whose fault it was. And I'm like, just stand in the pocket and throw a regular. Like, what are we doing here? That's clearly on the quarterback. Like, sometimes Mahomes makes mistakes, too. Like, we can say it. You got the dude wide open in the middle. How did it hit him in the shoulder? Just hit it. Just throw it to him regular. So is is it enough to win the game? Or does it have to be fancy? Does it have to be moving the ball consistently, 35 points, win? Or can it be the 24-17 game? Is is that cool? Is, is that enough for fans? Or is that not enough? We have to win 35-18. Is, is it, it feels like fans feel like that. that. That They didn't win by 21. Oh, my God. We suck. It's like Winning by seven is not that bad. Like, that's, it's still a win, I don't right? think that's the case, country. Because last year we was blowing teams out and they was coming back and we was only winning by possession. So I don't think it's that. We just haven't been looking that good when we win it. To be no, honest, that's, to me. That's, that's, that's totally the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, outside of <laughs> – Okay, one thing about the Raiders. How can you be that stubborn? Or really quick, can I, can I just go back and answer the question that you just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, it's just a survive in advance kind of business. You know, like 
I don't margin of victory isn't like a big deal. Like I, I think the conversation we're having this year is very different than last year. Like last year, the Chiefs would look otherworldly for the first 45 minutes. And then they just seemed very disinterested in the fourth quarter. That was mm-hmm. like, hey, is that going to come back to bite them? If you look at the NFL, the the average team scores like so. So Tennessee is 16th in points scored this year. They average 24.9 points per game. It is in it is an offensive league. So I think more than anything, this team at some points, a boogie's points earlier, needs to show, can you go back to consistently scoring 27 points? If you can do that, you go to the Super Bowl again. Like New England is yeah. not scoring 27 points with Mac Jones against this defense. Like they, they are not no. scoring 27. Now, they're like their defense, I think, matchups pretty well against Kansas City. And I think they want to run it and kind of keep the but like. If Kansas City can score 27 consistently in the playoffs, which, I mean, 27 would put you, you'd be the 11th ranked offense right now in the NFL, then you will go to another Super Bowl. But unfortunately, this offense, outside of playing the Raiders, just hasn't shown that they can consistently score 24 to 27 points. It's a lot of 22 to 9 and 13 to 7 against the Packers and 19 to 9 against Dallas. So at least for me, I can only speak for myself. It's not a margin of victory. They don't have to win this game 35 to 18 to prove anything to me. But it'd be really nice to see them win this game 27-24. Like, because I would say with the losses that the Chargers have, you're not holding the Chargers to nine points in this game. Like, I'd be really surprised if Kansas City won this game 17 to nine. I just think, I think that Los Angeles is going to be able to score. So you've got to be able to win this game 27-21, not 17-14. Okay. Okay. Say, say this defense. Even even with the losses, if they hold them under, if they hold them to seventeen or less, how are you feeling about the, the defense on Friday? I think right now that their defense is probably playing like a top five unit in the NFL. So if we're taking every team's offense, every team's defense, and like who's playing the best, I would put New England's defense right now as the best like unit in the NFL. I think you can make a pretty strong case for Tampa Bay's offense is number two, like with the way that they're playing right now. And I think you could argue Kansas City's defense right now is third. Like, I'm just trying to think of a side of the ball that's playing at a much higher level than Kansas City's defense. I mean, look at the numbers over the last few weeks. It's been nine, nine, seven, 14, seven. I mean, over the last five games, they've had 13 sacks and forced 15 turnovers. Like, they're playing at a really, really high level right now. So that'd be about in line to me. If they hold the Chargers to 17 points, they should win this football game. Well, and if you if you factor in like if we're missing Willie Gay and we're missing Chris Jones and we still hold him to 17, like that's a that's awesome. <laughs> like that's if you a think great about game. it like that. Sneeze are they, a, are they yeah. a Super Bowl caliber defense right at right now? Are they a Super Bowl caliber oh, defense? Absolutely, I think so. I don't think that's arguable. Yeah, right now, hundred percent. I put the Chiefs' defense against anyone, right? Any other offense right now? I think they're playing lights out. They've got the playmakers to do it. Okay, and the offense looks like what a nine and seventeen right now. <laughs> <laughs> what would you categorize the offense for? Like it's kind of it, it's kind of weird with the offense because they're sort of a they're sort of a before Tennessee and after Tennessee effect. Like, if you go back and look at it, like, before the Tennessee game, 
they were averaging 30.9 points per game. Like they, that was the Chiefs' offensive bowl. Like they were moving the ball, they were scoring. There were some things, but we were kind of having similar conversations that we were having, you know, over the last couple of years about the offense. And then after Tennessee, like Tennessee, I think showed the league something maybe a little bit different than Tampa because not everybody just has Tampa pieces. Like Tampa has maybe the best defensive line in the NFL. It's not what that's not what Tennessee has. Tennessee held this team to three points, like a fully healthy Chiefs offense to three points. And if you go back, this offense has never recovered from playing Tennessee. Like they, they have never recovered from playing the Titans. It's, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue that. So why do you feel like that happened? way? Like did, why? Did they, did they get punched in the mouth too hard? Did they get videotaped and it was on Snapchat and TikTok and it went viral? What what happened? Did they snatch their souls away? No, I don't think it's snatching their souls. I just kind of to the point I made earlier, I think we saw that Tampa and the Super Bowl had like a clear plan. We're going to be really physical with Kelsey and we're not going to let Kelsey run free and do all the stuff that he does. We're going to put over-the-top protection on Tyreek Hill and take away the deep ball. Like, Ty, like when this season has Tyreek done the peace sign to anybody? Like, he's never that far away from anybody. Like, that's just like they, they've kind of turned him into more of a, you know, possession receiver underneath kind of guy than being that, you know, one-on-one down the field kind of person. And I think Tampa showed we're going to make everybody else on this team beat you and just nobody else could. But I think Tampa like really leaned into that and just got really physical with Kansas City in a way that I think is sort of sown the league. Like it's a copycat league. Like that's what's so confusing about how the Raiders have played them. I saw this the stat from uh, Mike Clay of ESPN that they faced that too high safety look at least 40 percent in every game they played this season. Aside from playing the Raiders, the Raiders just it's like somebody gave the Raiders the answers to the test and the Raiders have no interest in using it. Like it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make any sense. Like this is the best way to slow down Kansas city. I'm not saying you're going to stop Kansas city doing it that way, but this defense has shown Kansas city is not going to score 35 on you the way that they used to. You can manage their offense and hold them to 24 points. If you do this defense and the Raiders just have no interest in even, in even trying it, which doesn't make any sense. The Raiders have to be – they're not the dumbest franchise in the league because I think that might be Detroit. But the Jets. The, 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 it, oh, the Jets, Jets are the Jets are up there. The Jets are – actually, right now, it, it honestly might be Jacksonville, to be completely honest with you. It might actually be Jacksonville today. Along Did you just fire – okay. Urban Meyer, yeah, we're going to say Jacksonville right now. <laughs> yeah, it might be Jacksonville right oh, now. Okay, do you just walk in Monday morning and say, all right, dude, it's, it's over. You're done. <laughs> I, I can't take it anymore. Soon as the season over, for sure. He's gone. He's, is he trying to get himself fired? It looks like it. Feels like it. <laughs> I don't think he's trying to get himself fired. I think what's happened with Urban is he's been able to operate in a space where no one ever told him no. You were the number one person at Ohio State. You were the number one person in Florida. You wanted Utah and Bowling Green. Like, there's never been a checks and balances and the players at that level just don't have any power. Like Trevor Lawrence has power, you know, like everybody, you know, everybody's making money. Everybody's a pro. Everybody's got family and kids and, you know, shit they got to take care of that. I think that's been it. So like a lot of the ways that he motivates and sort of coaches through fear, that's not how you're going to coach an NFL team. Like you're just not going to motivate players in that way. And I think he's really, really struggling with that. 
did he ruin did he ruin future college coaches? No, I just don't think that like his personality is one that really fits. Like to me, you're not taking a 20 year college lifer like him and converting him. You could take Lincoln Riley, who's 39, young, charismatic shown that he can coach up quarterbacks and like maybe you can make that work like i actually don't think matt rules a bad coach i just think i mean you've had sam darnold teddy bridgewater and your best player has been hurt for basically two years but like i, I think matt rule is a decent enough coach but the urban thing just never really made any sense and we all know somebody who buys designer brands but can't really dress like they think hey if i go get the new like fendi or gucci i'm stylish like you don't know how to wear it, though. To me, Jacksonville wanted to hire the, the hottest name, the biggest name coach in the NFL, but didn't really think about cultural or organizational fit. And it just it 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 it, it never made sense. It's not working. It is not going to work. And it never like, even from the start. It was like that. too. Remember, yeah. he hired somebody some early soon as he got hired. It was it was just questionable stuff since he'd been there. So none of Didn't that. Didn't he try didn't he try to bring on Tebow? <laughs> yeah, so he, it was like he, he did yeah, the Tebow thing. To Boogie's point, he hired. So it was that uh, it was that strength and conditioning coach from Iowa that has said that racist stuff. So then he tried yeah. to bring him on as a strength and conditioning coach in Jacksonville. Like no, like you, you could do that in Ohio State because nobody was going to tell you no. You got an owner that's worth. $7 billion in the NFL. He going to tell you no, where the university president that you make more money than is not going to tell you no. The owner is going to tell you no on these things. And I think that's really, that's where he struggled the most, I think. Did you see that new rule proposal about uh, interviewing uh, future head coaches in the last two weeks of the season over the, over the playoffs? Is it like instead of the playoffs or is it like, you still do it during the playoffs too, but you can start interviewing for head coaches in the last two weeks. Anybody see that? For me? Yeah, I did I see it. I did see it. Starting like December twenty eighth. Yeah, you can start interviewing. I, I don't know the full that, details. Is that going? Is is Eric Bieniemy going to get a job this year? Let, let's did you get, hire Eric Bieniemy based off this season. Huh? So, like, let's say, like, let's say you're Denver. And you're ready to move on from Vic Fangio. Like, hey, we're ready to go in a new direction. We want an offensive-minded coach. Would you hire Eric Bieniemy today? Yeah, so the answer is no, then. He ain't getting hired by anybody. It was a, it was a great run. And no. I, and and I, I've been a huge defender of Bieniemy these last few years. But I, I know I'm okay. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be super interested in hiring Bieniemy to be my head coach. So, so are you subscribing to the – to the conspiracy that Andy Reid calls the first 15 and then he hands it over to Eric Bieniemy. I'm actually on Boogie's side with this, and I've seen Boogie tweet about this. Whenever the play calling works, it's Andy, and when it doesn't work, it's Eric Bieniemy. Like it's it, it's wild how it is. Like whenever it's a good play, Andy dialed it up. Uh, and then when it doesn't, uh Bienemy's dialed it up. I just think that like you kind of miss your window, you know? And if he couldn't get a job on those two years when their offense was red hot, now that it looks like their offense is trending down to some extent, what makes you as an owner say now's the time to promote that individual? You know, like you had a hot single, like now's the time to drop the album. You don't drop the album 
nine months after your single done fizzed out. Like now's the time to drop the single. Like Arthur Smith from Tennessee, he capitalized. Tennessee's offense was trending in the right direction. He got his job with the Atlanta Falcons. So like I, I kind of think that the enemies missed his window, at least as an NFL job, or they just got to go back to being an undeniable top five. How can you pass on this guy? Okay, we yeah. say they win the Super Bowl. You think that makes them hot? I mean, I I gotta see how they how their offense looks in that scenario. Uh, to kind of say one way or the other. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, I would I would say right now, if, if you're telling me which which offensive coordinator looks like more of the coaching candidate, is it their offensive coordinator or their defensive coordinator? It'd be their defensive coordinator. It wouldn't be close. If you're saying like which one would I want to hire? Now I wouldn't hire Spags if I'm a team, but if you want to talk about like player development, player progression, and what they've done over the course of this season, I this is my question to you guys is you know diehard lifelong Chiefs fans. What offensive player has have they developed outside of Hill and Kelsey? So Hill, we think could be a Hall of Famer. Kelsey, we think could be a Hall of Famer. What offensive player do you think they're getting the most out of their ability? It's obviously not Josh Gordon, who is doing Fitbit commercials, basically, at this point, getting his steps in. It's not McCole Hardman, who is worried about getting V-Bucks for Call of Duty. It t- Tell me the pl- offensive player that you think they're getting the most out of right now. Because I would say the answer is Daryl Williams, and that's probably Skill position-wise? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I would say, I, I would say right if now – you just say skill position. I would say right now it's Daryl Williams. You know, that's the first comment. We've been getting comments this whole – I apologize to the office, uh, to the um, – I don't know, I apologize to the commentators. We are getting comments, but I'm not seeing them on my screen. So we're not, like, we're not, like, not paying attention to you. I just – they're not coming up. So, sorry, we apologize. Um, skill players, you can't even say Jody Forson. Like, no – who? No, nobody. But see, that's, to me, that's on me. Can we use offensive linemen? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm talking like skill position players. Who do we think that they've developed? Like, Chiefs fans, y'all loved y'all love Byron Pringle. He is, tw- he is he is 28 years old. He's 28. We ain't talking about a 22 year old. He is 28. Like and. They haven't gotten the most out of him. Have they gotten the most out of Clyde Edwards Hilaire? I, I would say most people think the answer is no. Like they, they just haven't they haven't maximized the offensive talent, I think, on the roster. They literally just start using Clyde Edwards Hilaire how he was supposed to be used two weeks ago. I will never understand why they don't use Clyde Edwards Hilaire more in the passing game. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's, it's the biggest mystery. It's almost as bad as who's calling the play. Daryl Williams just catch better, man. Daryl they don't Williams even go with the client no one way or the other, though. He doesn't yeah. get targets. He's, he has he has 15 targets this season. Daryl Williams has 40. Like, they really throw it to Daryl Williams. They yeah, kind of really throw it to Hilaire. They kind of throw I'm it with to Kevin. him. I'm with Kevin. To your point, I think it's more the talent more than the coaching staff. Me personally, I don't think we have players. I don't think McCall can go to another team, just me, and be better than what he is. I don't think if Pringle goes to another team, 
he's better than he is. I think I, they I, have I, maximized besides Clyde. I think it's personnel. Beach on this. I'm going to push back a little bit on if we think they got the best quarterback in the NFL. I saw Peyton Manning doing it with Brandon Stokely. I saw Aaron Rodgers doing it with a bunch of random dudes. I saw Brady done done it with Danny Amendola. He done turned Danny Amendola into a weapon. Brady done <laughs> See, turned, a fair, lot, Brady done turned a lot of average dudes into, into productive offensive players. That's a good point. Brady done done I it with a lot of I don't know if I But I don't. I mean, I'm not doubting our QB, but I do think that there's something to what you're saying about I had never really – Looked at that that way. Who else have they developed? Making a good point. Okay, but to that point, is is Tyreek and Travis so good that he can't develop another guy because they're so they're so good. I, I mean, mean I we think, obviously see. I think right now we're talking about they don't have another player on the roster that you think is a 750 yard receiver. Hell no. I'm saying just a 750, not talking about an elite high end. They don't have a 55 catch, 750 yards, six touchdown player on their roster. No. I don't, they don't. But I don't think they can go any other team and be that either. That's why I say it's more on the GM. Because any of those players go to another team, you think they're going to be better? I think that another team could get more out of McCole Harbin than the Chiefs have. I do think that. Mm. I disagree mm. with that. Why you dis- okay, why do you disagree? Elaborate. Um, I just feel like McColl. I just don't see him as a great, great route runner. I feel like he's got bad hands. He can't. He has a hard time catching the ball. He has a hard time holding on to the ball. I just feel like those are things that should be able. You should be able to coach, and he's just not grasping it. I just don't think that he's that caliber of a player. I agree. I actually don't disagree with her in terms of him being like a number two wide receiver. Like, I think that ship has sailed. Like, I don't think that he's a number two like option in that sense. I think he is their most explosive running option. I think he is their most like, I think we know at this point, oh, Clyde yeah. is not a home run hitter. Daryl's not a home run hitter. And I do think we praise and the most out of their ability. When they were running jet sweeps and screen plays and that stuff to McCall Hartman, you were at least yes. getting a value out of McCall Hartman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're getting that right now. That's what, I don't know why it, we aren't running more jet sweeps. I completely think that we're not utilizing him in the right way. I wish he would hold on to the ball, but I think that you're right about that. And, and like I said, we when did, I rewatched we the did game, it first time. Yeah. When I, when I rewatched the game, the most successful plays were – the jet sweeps, and they actually ran some screens to Clyde, and then you had him de-willed to that. So I think there's a blueprint there, but, you know, like, they're not they're not doing it. They're not using Clyde properly. I don't think they're using McCall properly, and I know McCall is, like, the most decisive. To, I don't know. McCall, you say McCall Hartman, man, you're, you're going to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a reaction. Good or bad, you're going to get a reaction. He's the most – he's crazy. But why aren't they using – like, they know what's working. So why aren't they – why aren't we doing it more? Why aren't we doing – are we stubborn? Do you believe in the the conspiracy of, well, they're saving it for the playoffs? 
gosh, my heart wants to believe that because I love this team so much and I have a hard time believing that this is our offense, <laughs> but I don't know. I just see, like, you see the first drive work, the first 15 work, and then they get away from it. And you're like, what happened? It's working. Why are we stopping? <laughs> and I do think some of that's on, like, the drop passes, but some of it's on the play calling. That whole excuse to me sounds like how people be like, well, I'm not going to get the new iPhone until they get the bugs out. Or I'm not going to get the yeah. PS5. Bro, <laughs> you, you can't afford it. That's cool. Like, ain't nobody, like, saying, like, <laughs> go save up, get your money right, and then you can go get the PlayStation. Like, we think right now in the dead heat to try to be the one seed to get the buy. They're just like, you know what? We're going to we're gonna wait to call our best stuff. We're going to wait a month to call our best stuff. You know what? We actually want to score 19 against the like, – stop it. This is silly. Stop it. Everybody knows that that's malarkey. It's BS. You know it. Country, I know you've been spreading that propaganda on your timeline. I, it's not I me. know you. I know you. Because I'm, I'm, look, we're fighting for a number one seed. We literally have to win out, in, in my opinion. I don't think they can afford to drop no game, uh, whether that's Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, the Chargers, or the last game with Denver. They, I don't think they back themselves into such a wall that they can't afford to lose a game. So, I wouldn't be saving anything that, that's going to work for the playoffs. It's just, nah, that's, that's, even I can't go that far, Terrence, and I'm sorry. I mean, they, they are averaging 23.8 points per game against any team that's not the Raiders. They are not saving plays. Oh, okay, so here's, let me ask you this. Is what the defense is doing, is that some – um, is, can they is, can they keep that going? The can defense, they sustain that? No, I mean they. I mean it's it's nearly impossible to sustain what they're doing right now. I mean, over the last five games, teamers teams are averaging under double digits. Like that that's not that's not sustainable long term. But like that doesn't take away from like I, I always say this. Like looks in a different sense. Like it doesn't matter if Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Or not. Like it's a fun thing to argue about, but it doesn't matter. Do you think you can win a Super Bowl because that person is your quarterback? Like, we all think the answer is still yes, right? So the question to me isn't, well, can the defense keep doing what they're doing right now? Like, they're not holding back-to-back -back playoff teams to nine points here in a month or so. We don't think they're going to do that. I, to me, it's, it's simple. Is their defense playing at a level that continues to give their offense a chance? Like, that's supposed to be the elite superior unit. If you got Jordan on the other side or LeBron on the other side, can you get enough stops that your stars can go win the game? So, like, I kind of hold the Chiefs by that metric. All we've asked the Chiefs to do since 18 when they lost in the AFC Championship was to give Patrick Mahomes a chance. In 18, they didn't give him a chance. So, I, I'm always under team. He frees up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who cares what he's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, he definitely got some technical difficulties today. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's damn near impossible to see them continuing to hold teams down like they're doing. I mean, it would be incredible if they did. But, uh, yeah, I think oh, that's... What they me say? Huh? Hold on, what that last comment say about Mike Williams? Oh, he's a free agent. Kevin. 
Yes, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Future <laughs> Chief Mike Williams. Yes. I like I can't that. Okay. Uh, hopefully we get Carrington back. Um, this is a new phone, new setup, so it's kind of crazy. I, I hate that we can't see the comments right now. It's crazy. Um, so let's go into let's go into predictions. Um, what do you, what do you guys think? <laughs> Kylie sent the uh, <laughs> or oh. Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I doing? Predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. I mean, I think we're going to come out with a really strong game plan. I think we do have one of the best, like we have one of the best offensive minds. I think he knows what we're up against with being down some of our best defensive players. I'm going to say the Chiefs win. I'm going to go 27-24. The Chiefs win. Close one. It'll be a nail biter. I'm sure I'll have the anxiety through the roof. Pulling the floor from pacing. I don't need no nail biter. I'm trying to go see Spider Man after after the game. Listen, listen, <laughs> and I'll say this too: as bad as that Raiders game was, it was the most relaxed I have been, <laughs> and I don't know when watching a game. So I'll take it. What you think, Bud? Twenty four, twenty eight from D Gully. Uh. I, I think uh, it's gonna be. I, I definitely think it's gonna be a close game. Good game, man. Missing if Chris Jones, Snead, and Willie Gay—that's arguably the three best players in those groups. Not playing. That's gonna be tough. Willie Gay going against Eckler. Not out there. Chris Jones with that pressure on Herbert in the middle. Snead out there with Keenan Allen. I'm a little worried, man. I, I after last week though I can't uh I can't pick against the Chiefs. I don't want to get no uh none of that no more this week. I'm gonna go Chiefs 31-27. Okay. Close game. I like that. Giving us more than 30 points. I like that. Now, yeah. now wait a minute. Is the offense scoring 31 or is it the offense scored 21 and the defense scored? I ain't mad at the defense scoring a couple of times neither. I'll take whatever we can get. I, I, I'm hoping, I think the offense can get us some points, though. I, I'm still optimistic. I know I was saying that earlier. But we did look good against them earlier in the year. Like I said, Clyde, best game against the uh, Chargers to me without – so I think we'll be able I don't to like be successful on offense this week. I, I don't really like doing scores. I think if the offense can maintain control of the ball, if they do not have any turnovers – I think they can win comfortably. If they have like two turnovers, I think it's going to be tight. If they have four, they're going to lose. So as long as they're keeping their hands on the ball, even though they lost to the – even though they beat the Raiders, I think they get enough confidence out of that game to keep this ball rolling. It's just – I think it just needs to be one breakthrough, one breakthrough, one hole in the levee, and then everything can – can flow how it's supposed to flow, but I mean we've been saying that all season. And Kansas back. Yo, I don't know what happened, man. Like <laughs> everybody's screen turned black, and then like so the internet wasn't working on my phone. I don't know. It just it stopped working. I'm back. Twenty five to six Chiefs. That's a 
God. That's a random score, Wink. <laughs> Has, let me ask you a question. Has anybody ever picked the other team on here? I'm not picking the Chargers, but I just want to know, has anybody ever picked the other team? Oh, uh, Boogie's picked us to lose a couple Man, times. I ain't going to lie. I, Bo- yeah, what? I want to pick this you week, out of but that black week. Cuss you out again. How you going to do All right. I you already know country ain't week, never man. picked They was the on my heels, man. man. Country Hell ain't no. never picked the Chiefs. Come on, man. Like, you – Carrington got storms going on in this neighborhood. Look at him. Look oh, at that boy. face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've never picked the Chiefs to lose because why? That's bad Because why? That's bad karma. That's janky. Boogie, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> but I'm going to get over it. I'm going to get over it because you picked the Chiefs to win this week, okay? That's Please. fine. Yeah. Thank you. Please. Thank it's you. not Thank like you. you said – it's not like you said the Chiefs were going to lose last week, though. I think I you – your thing was going to Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But I did Let's say before it. this week – before the Raiders game, I did have a losing to the Chargers. But we ended up beating the Raiders so bad, I didn't feel as bad about it. I said, okay, we could beat the Chargers this I thought it was going to be a physical game. It was going to be a tough game. Then it was going to be a short week coming back on the Chargers. They would get us. But, shit, the Raiders didn't show up. So, I think we're going to win this week. But still we, we, did say, we did say that we would take a loss to the Raiders if it meant we would beat the Chargers. We did say that, though. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I, I still agree with that, to be honest. I, I still would take that. But um, what's the spread? Do y'all know? I don't know. Kyle, I know you got the spread. Hit me up. <laughs> I know it Kyle. Can't be man. more than what, like six and a half or something, man. They both they both pretty good teams in this in I'm LA. thinking it's, it's like six three. And a half. I'm thinking it's three. I don't I'm I don't think it's gonna be. If we up by six and a half, somebody knows something that we don't know. I'm curious to see the injury report tomorrow. I know it's a lot of game time decisions with the Chargers. I don't know if they're trying to uh, trying to one up us with that, but uh, I don't think all of those. It's like five guys. I would say maybe three of them play. Somebody's not gonna play. I'm hoping it's Eckler. I mean, I don't wish injury on anybody, but I think they said he's most likely to play. I think they said he is likely to play. Him and Derwin, Asante, they don't know about. I believe. Okay. What about uh, Derwin? Is but their left tackle yeah. will not be playing. They start left tackle. Rashawn yeah, Slater. Their left tackle is definitely yeah. out. Um, yeah, Eckler, James, Samuel, and something. I think, I think Williams was on there for them. Okay, so we got three on the spread, negative three. So, yeah, that means it's going to be a tight one. It's always a close game with the Chargers. And either we make a last-minute play or they make a last-minute play. If they lose, are, how disappointed are you? If it's if it's a tight game and Chargers pull one lucky one out there, uh, uh, Hail Mary with no time left, are you – is that the end of your season? Are you different? Are you are – you, are you disappointed? Are you done with the Chiefs after that? Or does one loss uh, kill all the confidence that you built over the last six weeks? No way. I think – so here's where I'm at with this. If we lose tomorrow, 
and it's a Hail Mary and we lose in the last seconds, I will probably fall to the floor and cry. But once I get over that, I will um, gather myself and think about what that really means. And I'll be disappointed for, you know, it takes us out of that number one seed spot. Like we, it's right there in our grasp. So losing tomorrow would obviously put that away. And then of course we would rely on the wild card because we probably wouldn't win the AFC West. So that then puts you lower seating. We're not going to get home field advantage. So there are a few things from that point, but I don't think the season will be over. I think we can, we'll still win the last three games after that and get back in and at least get to the playoffs, but it'll be disappointing for sure. Definitely Chris. It will be a blow. Definitely. What you think, Buck? Yeah. If we lose that, I'll, I'm going to be a little disappointed, and I, I may look at us a little different because this is this is a playoff game for real. We have to mm-hmm. win against the Chargers. So if the Chargers beat us twice this year, I would look at it as saying the Chargers right now would be the team to beat in the uh, AFC West, I would think, regardless. And like you said, that's going to be tough. But, I mean, it's pros and cons. I won't have to uh, pay for no playoff ticket. So, I mean uh, – <laughs> You got to find the, the good out of everything. So, I mean, <laughs> save, save some money. Yeah, the playoff tickets went on sale yeah. already, didn't it? Yes, I, yes, I've seen that. <laughs> uh, we don't have to worry about it because we're going to win. I think um, uh, I think it's going to be hard for our game. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. I think, I think Mahomes breaks out of his shell. I think we're going to have a Mahomes game. I've never picked Pat Mahomes to be the player to watch, but this week I think we're going to have a classic Pat Mahomes game. Definitely. I feel that. I feel like it's happening. Just put the energy, put it out there, manifest it. It's happening. Who's your Who's your player to watch this, this week? I'm going to go with uh, either Williams or Allaire. I think they're going to do some things with the run game with that against that bad run defense. So I'd say one of those two. No, I'm going to say both of those two. I, I like your yeah. answer. I'm going to say both of them. I think D. Will and Clyde, we're going to lean on you this week because I think that it, it might not be any defense playing in this game. It might be just all back and forth. We haven't seen a back and forth shootout in a while, have we, but <laughs> – yeah, I don't know if we want that right now. Listen, <laughs> I don't know if we want to shoot out. I want our defense playing like they've been playing. I don't yeah. want to shoot out. I don't know if our offense want that right now. Who's your guy to watch this week? Who you keeping an eye on? On offense, I got Clyde. Like you said, I think against the Chargers, he had his best game. I think he know, besides that fumble, it's his best game, and he know he got to get that back. So I'm, I'm thinking Clyde going to come out trying to prove something this week. What about defense? The obvious answer is Ingram, of course. But Ooh, um, yeah. You know what? You know what? And he's been coming through. He's been coming through week after week after week. Um, I want to see what Mooney do this week. I I, I want to see what Mooney do this week. So Chavez Ward. I think I think I think he's gonna be the guy on defense. If if he's playing good, I think that that's gonna lead the way. Of course, Tyler's gonna be the leader, but I think if Moni Moni bring the game that he's been bringing the last few weeks, because 
it's definitely what what's around say the contractor is undefeated. Mooney's fighting for money right now. He he's he's earning, he putting a lot of money in his pocket right now. With a big game on prime time, everybody's watching for the number one seed. Uh going up against Mike Williams, who always seems to kill us a lot. Mike mm-hmm. Williams really does. Mike Williams kicks our ass a lot. And Kenan Allen does. And Kenan Future Chief. Future Chief. All right, Chief. guys. I'm going to get out of here. I came. Not you right, I got to hop off yeah, here, can... guys. You gone? Have a yeah, nice I night. Go. Karen's all right. Nice you. you made it back. It was great chat with you guys. We'll <laughs> talk to you later, all right? Hey, get Kylie Adios. to 1,000 followers. Come on. We yeah, like we're ways. almost there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. All right, Carrington, we were going over our players to watch on the offense and the defense. I'm mad at my, my, my joke didn't land making fun of you. I don't know what happened. My joke, I was going to tell you that um, you uh, back on inside the NFL, uh, <laughs> Lynn Dawson used to pick the Chiefs every week, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> like, they could be playing. You remember the Dolphins? The Dolphins used to give the 90s Chiefs fits. They, used to, they would never win on the road in Miami. And Lynn used to always be like, I don't care that we're one and nine in our last games against the Dolphins. I'm picking the Chiefs. That's 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 country. That's country boogie. I'm telling you, boogie. You you can give country any stat that's in the other team's favor. He's like, but we got Mahomes, man. It don't matter. Like, all right, I can't really argue that. I can argue this, this to get back weight. Yeah, always. <laughs> Just to get back week. Yeah, that's what he always argues. And then we played Miami in a hurricane game, and, and they had to do the game early. And did they smack us that game, or did we win that game? Uh, I was reading the text line. I, I was reading y'all little comments, man. I was I was seeing people make fun of me when I missed. How you see the comments, and I can't see the comments? I just clicked on comments. Oh, um, special. I, I don't even see it. I just clicked don't on it. It's just like up. the text <laughs> line. Look at Kyle. Kyle, we're definitely doing spaces after the after the show. So they're doing the spaces. Y'all, y'all always be on spaces. Y'all be hey. on spaces more than DJ Academics. Uh, <laughs> I don't be having time for that. Talk. I don't. I don't be having time for all that. Academics blocked me way before Joe Button podcast and all this stuff. Of course, OG block. Of course. He said something about Jay Z was wrong. I had to tell him. I had to correct him. And oh uh, yeah, you know like when he blocked. Uh, you know, country. Yeah, he wasn't playing about that. Country, Jeez, let me ask, uh, country, let me right. ask you a question. You can never listen to another Jay Z song or never watch a Chiefs game again. Which one would you pick? I'd just rather die. <laughs> you, know, <I'm> a, <laughs> you know, he can't pick that, man. No, I just want to know which one would you pick. You can never <laughs> listen to Jay Z again or never <laughs> watch a new Chiefs game. Which one would you Look, pick? Boogie and Charles. I love y'all to death. Hold down the podcast and keep it going in the memory of me. Because if I can't listen to Jay or watch the Chiefs, oh, man, come on, man. That's death. I feel like I would pick – if you're telling me sports or Jay-Z, I would just pick sports. Because even though I love Jay-Z's music, there's other people I could listen to to just bridge the gap. Like, I could still listen to Kanye. I could still listen to Drake. I could still listen to Nas. Like, I could still listen to other people. It's not going to be the same – what I'm saying is, like, every Sunday, what would I do with my time? Like, I'm just going to watch – like, every, I know everybody's watching football, and I'm just watching Law & Order. Like, what, what am I going to do in that scenario? You know what I mean? So, like, 
if I had to pick, I would pick. I it would, would probably pick, be Jay Z. Yeah, I pick Jay Z for that reason. Uh, well, that's just like Fesco and then we're talking about beer or football. And it's like beer easily, but I don't know if you drink it. Yeah, you, you would just take anything because there's like there's a substitute for it. You know what I mean? Like if it was beer or football. Sure. Like I can drink vodka. You can drink whiskey. Like there's other things you can drink to make up for it. Right. If you're telling me I just couldn't watch football anymore, like what 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 am I doing in the fall? Like what am I? I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm doing. I, there, there's no there's no substitute i'm just gonna be watching baseball in september while y'all watching the chiefs game i'm just i'm just watching the, i'm just watching the braves that's what i'm doing baseball braves braves you baseball. Know does does any sport hate their fans more than baseball i'm gonna i was gonna make a joke and say the wwe but that's probably what i was saying <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably say the W. I don't know. I don't, I ain't watched wrestling in a long time, but they're, wrestling fans are always be complaining. Uh, uh, I'm trying to fight for WWE, but they they don't care. Apparently, it's, it's, it's not going to happen until Vince passes away. God forbid. But Vince got to get out the way. You said God forbid. Eventually, he' gonna die. I mean, yeah. eventually, he' gonna die. He's 80 years old and he's booking like it too. It's it's terrible. <laughs> so it's, it, it's over, man. It's over for your team, or for it's, it's over for WWE. It is the only thing you can watch is Roman, and then they still got two hours of show left. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that ain't good. <laughs> it's, I hate man, it. They come next it. month too, man. I got I got to take my son next month. I will see you there. I'm taking my son, and and hopefully he don't run in the ring and and make a spectacle of himself. But that would be funny though. He gonna run in the ring and make a spectacle. Spectacle's a funny word. Why are you making? Why are you making a spectacle of yourself? <laughs> I'm trying to use big words. It doesn't work all the time. Why are you making a spectacle of yourself? All right, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm actually gonna give you my Chiefs prediction. Go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. You got the floor. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs 27-24. I think. I think they showed the first game that they can move the ball against them. It's still Thursday football. I know it's not a technical road game, but you still got to go on the road. You're playing a playoff team in the Chargers. I think the Chargers will be one of the wild card teams. I I picked the Chargers like week nine. I picked the Chargers to win the division. I just had no clue that the Chiefs defense was about to turn into the 85 Bears. Like almost instantly the Chiefs defense like figured things out. Uh, So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs 27-24 in this one. This this feels like a last six minutes. It's really close. And in those situations, I just – I can't pick the Chargers. Like, they just haven't shown me a consistent ability to win those kind of games. Uh, so, I will uh, – I'll take the char- I'll take the Chiefs 20, 27-24. Okay. Okay. Give me a player to watch on the offense and the defense, and we're going to shut it down. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, he ran for 100 yards. The last time these two teams played each other, the Chargers are 31st in run defense. If Clyde Edwards-Hilaire plays well, I, I feel really good about their ability to score. That means they're moving the football pretty consistently. I'll give you Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on defense. I'm going to go Jaron Reed. Um, I think a lot has been made about the tackles. Mm. And obviously uh, with – Mostly from you. Yeah, I mean – I was going to say, you the biggest critic on that. <laughs> You Jared, started the new card. Jer- 
Jerry Reed was not good for the first eight weeks of the season. Y'all know that. That man was stealing money for the first eight weeks. But to be fair, Chris Jones has gotten healthy. He's a lot better. Frank Clark's gotten a lot better. And the addition of Melvin Ingram, you're now asking Jaron Reed to simply be a role player, not an impact player, just be a quality role player. And I think he's done that. I think he's done that effectively. I think we can say that people overvalue Jaron Reed coming into it. Like it, it, it was a, it was a lot of dip on the chip for Jaron Reed coming into the season. He is a fine, <laughs> he is a fine starting rotational player. I actually think Jaron Reed's a player to watch for in this game. With no Chris Jones, if they get push up front, Ingram. Ingram's certainly going to come out gassed up, ready to go. It's a must-win game against the team that basically told you, we don't think you got it no more. Ingram's going to come out gassed up. Clark's going up against a backup left tackle. I think the D-line's going to be really, really critical in this. So I'll go Clyde edwards layer on the offensive side, Jaron Reed on defense. All right, that's hey, fair. Country on defense, I'm going to go Mike Hughes, man. He got oh. killed first game against the Chargers. He coming off a good week. Just get back for him too. So I, I got Mike Hughes. That's a good one. I like Mike Hughes in that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. I like Mike Hughes. Um, so hey man, thank you for coming by. Uh, I feel bad that my internet went out, man. I apologize to y'all. Uh, I feel really good, bad. Baby. We made we gotta, fun of you. Spend the block with Chuck. And get back now, man. Yeah, no. Let me know. I'm happy to do it, man. Whenever you hey, need me to do it, between now and, we uh, we we have taken Chuck off the IR. He is designated to practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me ask you this question. I'm out of here. Who comes back first, Kyle Long or Chuck? Ooh, Boogie Ooh. don't even know. Boogie like, oh, <laughs> Boogie like, I don't know. Hey, we can't back. do Chuck like that. Chuck, come on. Chuck will be back, man. Oh, who, who plays first, Chuck or Kyle Long? I'm gonna go with Chuck. Hey, but Wally <laughs> out, Wally out this week, man. They, uh... <laughs> Come on, Chuck. I, I got faith in Chuck, man. <laughs> he said, "Chuck, all right, we gonna." Oh uh, yeah, that. okay. We 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 putting up the poll tonight. As soon as we get out the air, we putting up the poll. Yeah, who, who yeah, plays who, who first? Chuck first? Or Kyle Long. Yeah, who plays first? <laughs> who plays hey, first? Man, hey, thank you. Um, uh, we appreciate you the support and uh, all that stuff, man. You're a great guest, even though your internet was crappy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yo, it was so bad. It even popped up on. I look at the TV and. The whole fire stick, you know. I got, I got, I got the fire TV now. The fire TV wasn't even working. Couldn't even watch TV. Oh man! For a second, it was bad. So yeah, you're messing up. You don't know why? Cause it's a hurricane outside. <laughs> you saw it was blowing. It was blowing hard outside. <laughs> Look, Kenton is a right, very cool guy. Uh, oh, don't forget to go support from Paseo to Pembroke. Is that is it the name of it? Yeah. Have you go? seen it, Boogie? I know you've seen it. You seem like you seem like you've seen it. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna have it before this next week over. I got you for sure. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check it out, man. Uh, yeah, where nah. the DVD? Where can we get the DVD? Real fast. It's, it's pinned on my Twitter account. If you want to go okay. on there, uh, it's pinned on there. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, you can order it virtually. Uh, so you can order the digital. Uh, you can order the DVD. Uh, working on trying to get it on the streaming platform right now, just to kind of. Make it easier for people. They've been showing it on Spectrum too. So uh yeah, check it out, man. Yeah, that's They've been dope. showing it on Spectrum. Yeah, I heard I heard some things about it. So uh thanks for Carrington. Carrington increase 
10 cool points thanks to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch behind them. <laughs> yeah. Any man that loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch is cool with me. <laughs> All right, John. Hold on, country. Hold on, real quick. Country, I'm actually curious. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Besides Die Hard. Yeah, besides Die Hard. Like, what's your favorite? Oh, man. It might be Jingle All the Way. I it was Jingle, Jingle All the Way for a long time. I love Jingle All the Way. It's a movie called Christmas with the Cranks that we watched, and it was surprisingly a great movie. I like that movie. Four Christmases, I mean, Vince Vaughn is pretty good. A Christmas Story, but I've seen it a thousand times. A million times. A million times. Um, I think that's it. Uh, this Christmas, this Christmas was... Friday for black families. <laughs> I just I actually just watched uh this Christmas uh last night. I watched this Christmas. All right. So country, I'm signing you up for this right now. Next year, I'm starting a podcast where we go back and listen to old mixtapes from when we was in college and <laughs> review them today. It's been a while since I listened to Dedication 2 from start to finish. Like Boogie, when's the last time you listened to to, to Dedication 2? been a while man that's that's crazy <laughs> so do them old lloyd banks ones too them we gotta do them all we gotta do a lot of old I'm bro, there was for sure there was there was nothing i used to love more they'd be like gangsta grizzle i loved it <laughs> it was amazing i loved it that's yeah. what I want to do. I want to be the person that yells. I want I want to be the one that yells the cannon in the back. Gangster <laughs> grills, you bastards. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm out of here. I I'm definitely out of there. Uh, hey, everybody, like, subscribe, um, share, uh, follow Kylie, follow Boogie, follow the podcast. We've been gaining a lot of followers, gaining a lot of subs. Uh, Apologize for last week. Uh, last week was crazy. A whole bunch of stuff happened, but we right back. We right back on schedule. Um, we appreciate y'all all. We do have something really, really big coming in January. Really big. I think y'all going to love it, bro. So uh, take us out of here, bud. Go Chiefs, man. We're going to uh, number one in the division. Going for number one seed, we go out on Friday or, or Thursday night or Friday. One of them. What's up? Posted, go Chief. Yeah. Hey, and come mess with me in spaces later on the night. I'm being there because I'm bored. So, hey, we out, bro. Shout out to Ken, uh, Kylie. Shout out to Charles. Get well soon. Charles is back to practice in a limited capacity. We're going to try to get him questionable. And then we're going to get him back healthy and get him back to the show. <laughs> Yeah, and don't forget to vote in the poll. Kyle Long or Chuck back first. We're doing that for real. So, hey, man, come on, let us, man. We appreciate y'all. See you later. We out. Peace.